welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by aripodcast.net. This is episode 255, recorded live on Saturday, May 5th, 2012. And here are your hosts, the man who is, and I quote, time zone fail, Dave Pillay. Hi guys. And the man who was up at 7am, Andy Lowe. Hi. Yeah, but 7 a.m. is sleeping in for you. Yes, but so sleeping in more would have been also nice. I, you know, I'm I'm not going to. In fact, 7 a.m. for you is still very early compared to when I said we could record. You said eight. I did say eight your time. I did not mean eight your time. No. I meant eight your time as if I were you speaking to me. Which is a very different time than eight your time. Now, if you had said eight my time, i.e. your time, then that would have made sense. Yeah, except I didn't even mean that. This is why it's really time zone fail, because what I'd really meant was eight as if Andy were an hour behind where I am. So I really meant nine o'clock my time. Oh, geez. Which means ten o'clock his time. Oh, that's what I really meant. That's why my alarm was set for 8.30. Sometimes I wish we didn't have an audio podcast so you could see the facepalm. Yep, thus I am time zone fail. The one time this weekend I had a chance to, you know, not have to get up before 8. What about tomorrow? I'm running a half marathon tomorrow. Oh, well, that's... (laughs) Not my fault. (laughs) No, just today. Just today. Mm -hmm. Go take a nap when we're done. But I don't want to screw up my sleep schedule, you know, before running a half marathon. Well, then don't complain. (laughs) Think of this as me helping you for the half marathon. And how are you doing that? I'm keeping you on your sleep schedule. I know how late you can sleep in, Andy. I remember those days. Let's see, 800 marathon runners, 2,500 half marathon runners. That's a lot of people. Oh, not compared to Detroit. Oh, God. Okay. Thinking, what, like 20,000, 30,000 people? Uh Hold on, I just got the countdown pamphlet in the mail. Okay. This is the countdown to the Detroit Marathon. Yes, which when? I will actually be running the actual marathon. When is the Detroit Marathon? October 21st. Okay. We're getting information out pretty early. 20,231 people last year. So you got 20,000 people last year. Okay. Good for them and their healthiness. Anyway, though... Yeah, are you on? Have you done anything on photocracy lately? Um, I've done stuff. I have not put it into photocracy. Ah, uh, I've started doing crunchers and push-ups. Oh, really? Not even crunchers. I'm doing full sit-ups. Well, this makes me sad. Somebody just joined the Pax Prime 2012 group. Yeah, three-day passes are already sold out. Yep, three-day passes are gone, which means I need to email Heels and get my <laughs> press pass. Oh, wow. I didn't even have a chance to buy one to sell one. (laughs) (laughs) 
Which is good, Andy. Unless you're selling it at cost. Sure. I actually started selling it at less than cost. And then people just, you know, rose their own price. Anyway, yeah. Lots of fail this morning. Lots of fail. PAX is sold out in one day. <laughs> Craziness. I, wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know they were selling tickets. Well, they were selling tickets, and then the registration system broke, so they went back to their older guys to sell registration tickets, and then it sold out in, you know... Three days. Yeah. One day. Yeah. Let's see if they're on eBay right now. Just oh, probably for a lot of money. League of Legends skins. Really? Mm. I've got some of those sitting around somewhere. I work pretty hard at getting them, in fact. PAX 2012. There we go. No, I don't want the skins. <laughs> Somebody's trying to sell a Saturday pass for 200 bucks. Holy crap. Yeah. That's just not cool. Nope. Okay, answer me this, Andy. All right. How are you so goddamn good at mergers? <laughs> what strategy do you use that you are beating the snot out of people in every game you play? It's a combination of reading the board to know when it's acceptable to dive into a hotel chain and when to just let it go. That doesn't help. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's one of those things that it just happens. And I'm like, oh, all right, we can do this. Damn it. I backed myself into a corner with our current game, though, because I don't have any cash on hand. Yeah, I know, but you still have the correct investments made. Yeah. So, well, I might have a chance being able to buy a couple of things to kick me out. Only if he recognizes which ones to buy. Yeah, we'll see. I'm out of cash, too. (laughs) I see that. But you went out of cash first, which is why I was like, okay, it's time to spend and knock Andy out of one or two things. Oh, here we go. PAX Prime three-day pass, $167, $227, $200. Can't believe those are sold out already. Actual prices, not the buy it now. These are actual bids. Yep. Okay. So, there you go on that. Yep, 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 yep. What else do we have? We have Uh, a lot of topics. So, we haven't recorded in two weeks. No. Someone was in Ann Arbor last week. Yes. It wasn't me. No. It was uh, nephew's first birthday. There's also the fact that Cat was in town. Yes. We also did get to hang out with Kat for a while, which was fun. Okay. Well, seeing as how we were, uh, uh, I don't know what the term is. It's not really incommunicado because we were communicating. Not really. There was a small chat of communication. We talked about the computer on Woot. Yeah. So it's not incommunicado. Since we were absent... AWOL? I was thinking powered down. I mean, we kind of give ourselves leave, so it's not really absent without leave. Um, reposed? Reposed. Reclined? I don't know. <laughs> um, 
since we didn't record last week, we have a lot of topics this week. Yes. Some kind of cool things, some really odd things that Andy put up there. Some not cool things at all. Yeah, I think uh, the the first one that we should start with is kind of one of our favorite recurring topics. It is not, how did Sony fuck up this time? Rather, it is, what the hell is going on with EVE Online? <laughs> oh, the MMO that gives us so many keeps news on, stories. It keeps on giving. I love this. Um, so one of Eve's more influential players, which is really odd that you can talk about a player being influential, but he is within the community and the kind of the developers as well, because he was part of the one player led council for a while. Uh, he has decided that he is going to bring down the commerce and economy of Eve online. Uh, now I'd like to point out. 95% of the game is the economy. This is a game for economists. Yes. So he's making the claim and has has led a movement that will basically they're they're planning on raiding and camping the center of commerce. So nobody will be able to get to the banks? Pretty much. And not only that, but since all the banks are player-run, uh, I believe they are planning on destroying the banks and the stores and everything. <laughs> now, if this were kind of any other video game, any other MMO, and a player said on the forums, I'm going to lead this movement to topple your economy, chances are they'd actually be banned. Not so much. <laughs> In Eve, he gets applauded by the developers. John Lander, senior producer of Eve Online, said, I tell you what, it's going to be fucking brilliant. Oh. (laughs) They're going to do exactly what you're able to do in the game, and people will have to roll with it. It'll be great. Oh. Yep. So Eve has a very, the the developers have a very hands-off policy. On any sort of player interaction, the only thing that they they did for this is originally they uh, the group had intended to exploit a bug, and they patched the bug. Oh! But beyond that, they aren't going to touch it. They spent four months manufacturing fourteen thousand ships, preparing to destroy the region. Yep. Four months. Yep. Oh, jeez. That. <laughs> Oh, EVE Online. Wonderful, wonderful EVE Online. So we'll try and keep an eye out on this one and see what happens. See if their economy truly does crash. Uh, I imagine a a fair number of uh, economists are going to be watching this and theorists will actually watch this and say like, Oh, well, you know, the economy just tanked. What happens now? Oh, I love how... They realized that this was going down, and the only thing just says they patched the bug. They also moved Jitta onto a more stable server. Oh yeah, that's the other nice thing about the devs knowing about it beforehand is they're able to prepare the hardware for it. We're okay. We're gonna make sure nobody crashes this party. Literally. Yep. Well, since all of Eve is on one server cluster. Yeah. You know, it's got to handle whoever's in whatever region. If everyone's in a single region, you put it on. You put that region on your powerful server. Not entirely sure how you can do that, but they manage. Man, I do have to say, just sitting around chatting with the Eve guys after 
the expo hall closed. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're fantastic guys. Yeah, last time I was with at PAX, I was just just sitting there, just sitting down. I'm like, hey, do you mind if you guys just like crash on this chair? <laughs> they're like, yeah, no problem. And so I started talking with them, and I found out they're all the Eve guys just sitting there. Nice. Discussing the economics of the stuff with them. It was one of those nice. things where, like, I wish I had the voice recorder on me at the time, but I didn't. Aww. I have two of them now, by the way. Well, yeah, everybody's got one on their phone now. No, well, okay, I have three of them now. Do you actually have one on your phone? Yeah, but I also have the two Sony voice recorders. Ah. Dedicated. Record in wave format, not MP3. Well, that's what mine can do, too. Mm-hmm. That was actually the one thing I made sure is, yes, I'd like to record in wave, and yes, I'd like to be able to do this with it. Yeah. So, Eve is crazy as shit. Nothing new there, just new form of it. Uh, so let's see, theme of games, we also have Portal 2. Yes, the Portal 2. So my my kind of favorite thing about Portal 2 yes. was, uh, not uh, not my favorite, but one of my favorite was the, the advertisement videos that led up to it. Yeah, the turret videos, the gel videos. All of the Cave Johnson videos. Yes. They made a new one. Oh, I haven't seen the new one. You haven't seen the new one? I thought you linked the new one. No, I just, no you did not link the new one. I linked uh, that the DLC was coming out. I didn't link to the video. I will go grab the video. And I will link the video. Hang on. Ah, no bad video. Don't start playing automatically. Cave Johnson Portal 2 video. All right, we're going to take a five-second break so Andy can go watch this video. All right, hold on. Let me pause the recording. And I will watch it, too, because it's worth watching. Okay. All right. So, we're back. Okay. So, uh, May 8th, which is the Tuesday after this recording comes out, is when they release this DLC. There, did you see anywhere about a price, Andy? I think it's free. Ah, yes. I'm also, really, it's free. I'm really hoping it's free. Well, no. I'm literally reading the ING article that I linked that says, also, it's free. Awesome. I am so looking forward to this. Like, really, really looking forward to this. Because I am not overly creative, but I know people who are. Yeah. And I think that there are going to be some really, really cool test chambers. The only downside is that... They are isolated. So you can't really, you know, make a playlist? Well, not even playlist. There's no story. True. You know, one of the the really cool features about Portal and Portal 2 was the story and the interaction with Gladys and... Uh, 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 Wheatley. Thank you. And the the interaction and the communication, since it was all one-way communication with you... But some of the best parts that I remember when two of us together were trying to solve some of the challenge puzzles from the first portal, there was no story. It was just a super hard puzzle that had no connection. What do you mean there was no story? And, and the challenge maps. Oh, okay. Well, but that's, yeah. Do you remember the time where the two of us were just sitting there trying to figure it out and all of a sudden we just looked at hey, Well, if we put it there and then went like that and put it there. Oh my God, that works. Think, wait, no, no, no. Put it over there. Over there. <laughs> That was like the uh, when Johnny and I were playing Portal 2 mm-hmm. co-op. I knew there was a co-op story, but it almost didn't matter. It was just the two of us going, okay, well, if you go over here and I go over here, then maybe. <laughs> Side note, uh, props to Johnny 
for his new job. Oh, yeah. I saw that uh, uh, Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Microsoft Xbox team. Nice. So, yeah, Go props Johnny. to him. So, Portal 2 DLC coming out. Woo! You know this means I have to start playing Portal 2 on Steam. Yeah, it's not like you don't have it. That is true. I did get it twice. <laughs> Damn you, Andy. Hey, I, I, that was I mean, a very... You, you, you spent money for it. Yes. It, it was not free. No. So... The, the free copy we gave away in a very, what I call a very successful uh, first chance of a contest. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. That was a second contest. The first one was the census yeah. survey that we took. Yeah. So, speaking of games, remember yes. how we talked about that million-dollar perfect pitching game? Yeah, that eight people were going to get flown out to compete. Yes. Well, it's been, let's see, I think they ended on May 1st, so it's been a couple of days since the end. Yeah. And there's been no official announcement on the eight people. Okay. Uh, But it turns out there might be some cheaters. Really? Yeah. So How so? Well, to, to get in the Final Eight contest, you had to use the MLB Today feature of the game, which put the current lineups of both teams. You actually basically had to play a game of a game that is actually being played, right? Okay. So you weren't allowed to substitute pitchers that... You weren't officially allowed to substitute a different pitcher. Okay. And that on the contest webpage... Um, well, let's just put it this way. You weren't allowed to change the pitcher, but there's nothing in the official rules that say you can't change the other team's batters. Okay. So the the way the game is scored, if you have a weak pitcher against a strong team, say take the worst team in baseball and put them against the Yankees. If you throw a perfect game at that matchup, you'll get tons of points because it would be a weak pitcher versus a strong batting team. But if, you know, you took the Yankees and, you know, put A-Rod on the disabled list or, you know, took out everybody on the Yankees <laughs> and replaced them with, I don't know, the Toledo Mudheads or something. Woo, Mudheads. Um, it would still score the contest normally, thinking that you're batting off against the Yankees. But you're really playing against the Mudheads. Yes. Ah. Under, do you understand what the... What yeah. They did? So it's, it's substituting... Just not substituting your pitcher. It's no. substituting the other team's players. Yes. Which unofficially on their website said that you're not allowed to change things. But in the official rules, it says nothing about that. So a couple of people are like, um, oops. Yeah. So somebody from Kotaku actually hunted down one of the guys who is accused of this. And he said, I did not break any official rules. When somebody says that, you know they found a loophole. <laughs> That's David speak. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's not in the rules. Yep. So, yeah. They thought, oh, hey, this will give everybody a better chance of doing it. Not so much. No, no, not quite. Mm. This is what happens when you put money on the line. Somebody's going to figure out a way to, you know. Well, yeah. It's not said in the rules. You can't, so it's legal. <laughs> That, and I also hate that this guy, because he sent Kotaku the text messages, and the guy's speaking in text-speak, and oh. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. I hate it when they do that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's another video game contest that... People cheating. Yep. Too bad. Yep. So what else we got? Oh, other video game news. Dave, how much would you be willing to pay for an Xbox 360, 4 gigabyte, with a Kinect? Nothing. I have an Xbox 360. <laughs> Hello, Woodalizer. Forgot to close that. Why do you ask, though, Andy? Because there is 
word on the horizon that there is going to be a $99 Xbox 360 with the Kinect. Wow. This is the uh, give them the razor, sell them the blade idea? Yes, yes it is. So you can get Xbox 360 4GB Kinect bundle, which is currently on sale for $300 for just $100. With a subscription to... Xbox Live for for two years for $15 a month. That is an expensive subscription to Xbox Live. Well, okay, so if you actually just bought the... I'm I'm currently paying, like, was it $60 a year? Yes. So if you wanted... Okay, so if you bought the the cards or you did an annual subscription, it'd be $60 a year, so $120 for two years. So let's see, $15 a month times 24 months, $360. So it is more expensive than just buying the Kinect, but you do get to your subscription of Xbox Live. You're still saving like $100, Um, assuming you were going to be subscribed to Xbox Live the whole time. Well, okay, so if you bought the bundle, if you went out to the store, bought the 4 gigabyte Kinect bundle, $300, bought two years of Xbox Live, that's $120, so... $420. Yes, $99. Not hard math here, Andy. (laughs) So the... $360 $360 for the things plus $99 is $459. What? $99, $99 console. Yes. Plus the $360 for the it's subscription. $460. Yes. Okay. That right. is more expensive. Yes. Yes, it is. Buy 40 bucks. So there's got to be something else in here. Nope. There's nothing. Well, we don't know because there's nothing official yet. Right. And I'm thinking there's something else that's part of that subscription. Hopefully. Otherwise, it will. You think about it. We all do this with our cell phones. Yes. The price of a new cell phone is, hey, get it for a dollar. As long as you sign up for a two-year yes. fee but subscription. Yes. It's not entirely a fair comparison because your cell phone does absolutely nothing without that subscription. Yeah, pretty much true. Well, it could do some things. Yes, but not no. what it is intended to do. Yes. But yeah, there's... there's I mean, kind of, just, we, we do have an insight into the the, uh, uh, the the Xbox facility now. I don't think Johnny would be like, hey, first day here, so tell me all the secrets. <laughs> so uh, if all of this information lands online, it's not my fault. Well, he also does the Xbox support, so, you know, if somebody hacks into my account and plays FIFA again, then I'll go talk to Johnny. Yeah. Okay, so stay tuned on this one because we don't know what actually is going to happen, but for now, this sounds like a terrible idea. Well, maybe it's just, it's, it's, what, what did I say, 30, 40 bucks difference 40 between bucks the two more. of them? Yeah. Because you think about it, like $300, maybe, maybe you have a kid and you want to teach them about saving. So maybe they're like saving up to buy the console, maybe getting it at $100 and getting it now and just basically sacrificing the $40. That's 20 bucks a year. Well, but when you sign up for the two years of Xbox Live, is that sign up for a subscription that you pay 15 bucks a month or is it sign up and pay for the whole thing right now? Now. Sign up and pay $15 a month, and there's a termination fee if you cancel the contract. How much is the termination fee? That is not known yet. Okay. Once again, this is still speculation. Still yep. Okay. Why is GIMP on our list? Because GIMP 2.8 is finally out. Oh my gosh, they've been... Okay, Photoshop 6 is out. Yes. Why would I care about GIMP 2.8? Um, because it finally has put GIMP into a single window. Okay. 
it's got finally a lot of things that people are asking for, the text tools and a bunch of other things. So GIMP is catching up to Photoshop CS3? Yes. CS2 maybe somewhere? I mean, like, why do I care? Well, if you want to go legitimate, technically most versions of Photoshop are not legal, especially the way that, oh man, Adobe is really cracking down now. Really? Yeah. I haven't looked. Some of the newer stuff... Like, oh, I actually wasn't able to get CS5 to work on mine. And I think I'm not even going to try CS6 because they, they, they are starting... a start- couple months before you try it. Yeah, they're starting to crack down a bunch. So Okay. I just thought, hey, new version of GIMP's out. Probably cool. going to be a little bit easier to work with now that it's in a single window rather than, you know, the 40 windows that pop up. I mean, it was just like, it, it was nothing. I, I wasn't, the windows were not my problem with GIMP. What was your problem with GIMP then? I just didn't like the, the UI. It wasn't the fact that it's multi-windowed. That's fine. I don't care. They're all on my screen. Oh, man. I really want to get Adobe Audition CS6. Yep. <sighs> I've used Captivate now. Really? Yeah. It's a weird little Adobe product. What exactly does Captivate do? Mostly screenshots and some simple animation. You remember Hyper Studio? Yes. It's kind of like that, except it takes screenshots for you. Gotcha. No, I do not want to see the... Man, why is everybody doing video now on the internet? Because it's the new thing. But I just want to read. I don't want to sit there through three minutes of a video. Just tell me what the new stuff is. No. Tell me a lot. Show me. What the hell are you seeing? My Fair Lady. Oh. Granted, I got the song back. I got it. Never mind. We'll just move on. Moving along. What else we got? Uh, Draw draw something. Yeah. Wants to do ads. They are doing ads. They want you to. I see their ads all the time in my game. They want you to draw ads what so you know how we got kfc for a while there's there's kfc there's nike i've seen a a bunch of companies yeah that that is technically in-game advertising oh dear lord (laughs) they're getting paid for that yes oh now i feel dirty i know like oh that's a clever pop culture reference no it's an ad yeah oh the nhl has recently signed a deal to add puck zamboni hat trick and Slapshot to the clues list i actually did hat trick when i was uh playing with jamie how did you draw a hat trick um i drew a hockey player three pucks a net and a guy throwing a hat onto the ice okay that is a lot of drawing for that tiny screen <laughs> My most complex drawing I actually did was uh, a werewolf. I drew a man and then a sun, and then I erased the sun and drew a moon, and then I started drawing hair on the man, and then I erased the man and drew a wolf, and then I erased the moon and drew a sun again, and then I erased the wolf and drew a man. Nice. The guy got about halfway through and he finally guessed werewolf. Very nice. I'm like, but you have to watch the rest of it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he did. And then there's other times where I just draw like a box. A box? Well, I'm, I've decided now I'm just going to, I'm never going to do single coins anymore. I'm only going to do two or three. And then I think I'm going to try just to do three coins. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, some of those three coins are like, what the hell is that? Yeah, like when it comes up with Rihanna for three <laughs> coins, I'm just, no. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah. It's not the best plan, but it's just, 
it adds another layer to the game. Granted, what that's also why I haven't bought any colors yet. So I thought, hey, four colors. Let's see if I can do it. Oh, look, Dave, it's your move. I shall nudge Dave. Okay, you can nudge Dave. Just did. So yeah, nothing like, you know, drawing your own ads. But granted, that probably wouldn't work out the same because maybe you draw McDonald's. You could draw a big fat guy eating a hamburger. Or you could draw the Golden Arches. Also true. But still, I find it a little ridiculous that it's getting paid to, to do uh, draw Coca-Cola. Or they're getting paid because I decided to draw Coca-Cola. Yeah, that's a little annoying, actually. Like, more than a little annoying. Yeah. Okay. So what else do we have? Um, What's next? Uh, Facebook. Yes. The IPO is kicking off. May 20th, 18th, something around there. Yeah. Doesn't matter. A whole May lot of 18th. people are going to make a lot of money, and it's not us. Nope. Keep in mind, most of these shares have already been sold. And most of the idea is you probably shouldn't buy the stock right away because... It's going to spike and then drop like a rock. Yeah. General Motors IPO two years ago jumped 6 or $7 and then settled back down. Yelp, first day close was 24 currently trading at 19 to 31 Okay, so maybe that's... It's at 21 right now. Zanga, first day close, nine fifty. currently trading at eight thirty three. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. And besides, it's not like you're going to get control of Facebook. Zuckerberg no. still owns like 40%. Yeah, it's Zuckerberg and his hoodies. His hoodies? Didn't he always used to wear hoodies all the time? I don't know. Probably not anymore. I'd be pretty surprised if you could catch the man in a hoodie now. That was like his thing all the time, is to wear hoodies. I'll Let's have see to if take I can spell Zuckerberg. <laughs> Z-U-C-K-E-R-B. I don't remember if it's an E or a U. Zuckerberg hoodie. <laughs> First result, would Geraldo Rivera shoot Mark Zuckerberg for wearing a hoodie? <laughs> wow. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg has deep pockets in his hoodie. Okay, the guy wears a hoodie. Yeah. Too much media fanfare. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg removed his signature hoodie at the D8 conference. See? Surprised you never knew about the hoodie. I never knew about the hoodie. I'm okay not knowing about the hoodie. The man is pretty rich. Yes, and he's only going to get richer. Probably. Yeah. So, what else we got? Pirate Bay. Oh. So, last week when we were off, court in the UK ruled that UK internet service providers must censor access to the Pirate Bay, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Virgin Media was actually the first one to start banning access. Okay. <laughs> the official Pirate Bay response is, thanks to the High Court and the fact that the news was on the BBC, we had 12 million more visitors yesterday than we ever had before. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to ban access. Oh, look at all these new people. Yep. Hey, how's everybody doing? Wow. So, yeah, uh... ISPs, Everything Everywhere, O2, Sky, Talk Talk, and Virgin Media were ordered to block access to the Pirate Bay. And yet people still get through. Yep. That's, wow. Just, that's amazing. I, I am amused. Poor Pirate Bay. <laughs> What's really funny is it's only blocking one of the domain names. So, one of the people who um, is on Virgin Media, whose uh, main Pirate Bay page is blocked, can still mm-hmm. access piratebayuk.co.uk. Wow. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Now we're going to block this domain. Um, 
You can just go to the other one, and it brings you right back. So stupid. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you get people who don't know anything about the internet. If you block the action, could you block the actual IP, or would there be multiple IPs? There are going to be multiple IPs for Pirate Bay. They're going to bounce around. They're going to have more than one server. Yeah. God, I don't know how you, how you would do that. Cause, okay, so you can't block the domain because they'll just get another domain and point it back to... Do you have to do, like, block something with the DNS or what? Uh, no, because people could do open DNS. You'd have to locate the servers that are actually hosting it and just shut down access to the multiple IPs. Mm. So you have to go on another raid. Yep. That didn't work out well the last time. So speaking of internet access, the FCC, remember, had Comcast agree to do the uh, Internet Essentials Program, where Comcast was giving basically the internet free to families making less than $25,000 a year, mm-hmm. which we thought, hey, Comcast is doing something good. And then later we learned, oh, wait, they were forced to do that. Yeah. Of course. Well, um, the FCC wants to expand that. So they're actually holding a contest um, using the money they saved on the Universal Service Fund, which was that telephone thing that we talked about. Right. Um, that they're holding a contest to try and see what programs could use the money to help increase high-speed internet adoption in households earning less than $25,000 a year. Hmm. So we might have other people jump on the Comcast bandwagon. Which is funny to think about, given how crappy Comcast is. Well, it's just... It seems this might be, you know, the quote-unquote socialist in me, but it seems like the only reason they would be doing it is for the money. Yeah. Not, you know, to help increase the broadband penetration in the United States, but... Oh, no, 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 no. Why would they do that? I don't know. It's... <laughs> that kind of leads into the thing with uh, AT&T. Which thing with AT&T? Um, Randall Stevenson mm-hmm. was at a conference. What is he? Uh... Oh, he's one of the chief executive of AT&T. Yeah. I was at a conference over the uh, week, and he was asked about what the, one of his regrets was. He said, my only regret was how we introduced pricing in the beginning of the data plans, because $30 and all you can, uh, $30 and you get all you can eat. And it's a variable cost model. Every additional megabyte you use in this network, I have to invest capital. So he said, yeah, unlimited data plan. So AT&T regrets its unlimited data plan. Yes. That's his only regret, is giving us... Unlimited data. Yes. At least he's being honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is kind of funny, though, watching those uh, Sprint commercials where people are talking about, oh, yeah, we would have helped out on this, but, oh, instead you did this with your data plan. I know Sony's in a... Sony was trying to do some online video streaming or something like that, and they stopped because they said, hey, we can't compete with these data caps, especially since Comcast. If you're watching something, I think it's like the Infinity app on your Xbox, and you have Comcast... That's not going to count towards your data cap, but everything else will. So Netflix will, but Comcast's own stuff will not. Net neutrality? Hello? I'm just telling you what's going on. But but violation of... No! God damn it! Yeah, so if you have Comcast and on your Xbox you watch Comcast stuff, you're not going to get charged towards your data cap. But if you watch the same exact thing on Netflix, you will. Yep. Oh, goodness. I just dropped my pen. Yes. Rawr. Oh, also speaking of streaming video, um, now note, this is coming originally from the New York Post. 
So take it with a teaspoon of salt. Um, Not just a grain of salt. No, because it's the post. Okay. Fox, Comcast, and Disney apparently want people who stream Hulu to start authenticating that they are pay TV customers before they can watch anything on Hulu. Oh yes, I saw this. I, I saw the the po- or I saw posts about this. You saw posts about an article in the post. Yes. Ah uh, ha ha. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here since seven. Yeah. Uh, the idea that, like, if I have TV, yes, I am paying for this TV, uh, and then we... I go to watch it online, and they are getting paid by advertisers, yes, and they want me to be paying them for the TV, yes, and if you're <laughs> if you're if you're watching NBC, technic- and you have Comcast as a cable operator, <laughs> technically you're paying them for the streaming, yes. Now, if they want to say that, like, hey, you can authenticate through your TV, and then we will remove the online ads, that would be cool. I'd be okay with that. But nope, this would just be regular Hulu, which I don't understand, because a lot of the Hulu stuff there is over-the-air TV. Which you don't need to pay for. No, no, you don't. So it's like, wait, I I could just, with the TV, watch it normally, but... This was also this was also the problem that I was having with um, the March Madness tournament because you know you could watch it online but then you'd have to pay unless you were a subscriber. Mm-hmm. Well, technically we have Dish, but we don't because our satellite and our internet is run through a company called Bloom Broadband, which is actually owned by Edwards Rose, which owns our apartment complex and many other complexes around here. So we have Dish, but then we don't. So trying to say, trying to authenticate with the online stuff, it was like, okay, sign in with your Dish password. I'm like, well, I don't have one because I don't have Dish, but then technically I do. It's very, oh, it's everything is just so screwed up. Yes, agreed. But I find this ridiculous as the way, oh, yeah, we'll use Hulu to cut the cord. No, you can't do that. You got to have a cord in order to watch the Hulu. Yep. Instead of, you know, just increasing the viewership of Hulu. They want us to save their old model. To sac- they want to sacrifice the new model. The new save- one to save the old. Yeah, pretty much. Granted, uh, the scale of TV viewership in the millions versus versus the in- online viewership in the what hundreds of thousands. Yeah, but even so, I mean, they are completely sacrificing the 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 new the, the whole concept of the new model. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Next. <laughs> Nothing is getting... Everything seems to be just sad and bad. Backwards. Yeah. Stupid. I'm getting very angry at technology companies right now. So, um... Find me something to make me happy, Andy. Uh, well, this is not going to make you happy. Damn it. There's a marketing firm called App Promo, which kind of did a survey of Apple, or sorry, iOS app developers. Yeah. Just to see what the current state of apps are. Yeah, you're going to make me angry, aren't you? 60%, almost 60% of apps don't generate enough revenue to break even. Okay, yeah, that's not unknown. Yeah, 80% don't generate enough revenue to support a standalone business. Right. Uh, 68%. Andy, yeah. how many fart apps were there in the first six months of the iStore? Oh, hundreds. I, like, is it a surprise that 60% of the apps out there don't make money? Yeah, that's because you have to wade through the 150 fart yeah. apps. I'm I'm not surprised. One of the developers says, right now, your app is likely not going to be found if you never break the top 100 or top 200 lists. Yeah, there's too much guard, and the 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 Android market is experiencing the same issue. 
There's too much crap. Yeah. I remember, in fact, I was thinking about this the other day. When I first got my G1, I was watching every app that came in through that market. Oh, good luck doing that now. Yeah. It's impossible now. But the, the when it came out, I was going through and watching and reading descriptions for almost every app that came out. This was in, like, the early, early days of Android. Yeah. Can't do that anymore. So okay. So, yeah, App Store's not making money for their developers. No. Okay. That's not really an angry one. We just all knew it, and it was not. It's a sad one. Poor people not making money. Um... Oh, this one's Tor. Tor. Tor and Forge, sci-fi publishers, very well-known sci-fi publishers. I thought you, I thought you meant Tor, like... Tear? No, um... No. Like what? The internet anonymizing. Oh, the, no, that, no. The onion, whatever? Yeah. No. Go into Silk Road, get yourself some LSD. What? There's a pretty known website that you actually, ha- you can't access it unless you're using Tor, because it's a dot .onion. Okay. <laughs> that, um, I read about an article about that where it's like one of the lo- most legitimate black market rug websites in existence. What? Because there's no way of, like, they have their own, like, user reviews, and if you get, they basically, it's like an Amazon for illegal drugs. What? Yeah. We had a scavenger hunt yesterday at work for one of our celebrations, and it was, on the, the list was, it was supposed to be things you'd find in your, your backpack or your purse. So on the list was over-the-counter drugs, prescription drugs, illegal drugs. No one had the illegal drugs. NPR has referred to the site as the Amazon.com of illegal drugs. Yeah, it's a, there's a Wikipedia article for Silk Road. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to even try to go there. Well, you, you'd have to sign in through... Uh, not going to even try to go there. Man, there's a lot of... You th- there's a lot of stuff on the dark net. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things you don't even think about, and then you just take a... The black market of the internet? Yeah. yeah. Or rather, the black market that is the internet? Dot onion, uh, websites, bitcoins, Anything you want. Yeah. Bitcoins is not the dark side of the internet. Bitcoin is the stupid side of the internet. That's how everything is paid for on the dark side. Are you serious? Yeah, everything's paid they- for. All use Bitcoin? Yeah. Oh, God. After this attention, traffic to the website increased dramatically, and the Bitcoin saw a corresponding rise in value. Why is Bitcoin stupid? Are you kidding me? It's a made-up currency. Not to mention the fact that technically it should be illegal in the United States. There's no economic system to support it. Hey, somehow that's what everybody uses. Oh, my God. Andy, no. Just no. No, no, no. Anyway, Tor, as in the book publisher. Okay. The sci-fi publisher, okay. Tor and Forge, which are, are both kind of sci-fi and fantasy, are going to be publishing their ebooks DRM-free. Ah. Not the, the Onion whatever, yeah, yeah. anonymizing. Yeah, yeah. No. So have I heard of any of these books? Anything by Tor? Yes. List of books published by Tor. Anything? Let's see. Well, I'm looking. It's got... Uh, authors listed here, and I'm oh, or Orson Scott Card. <laughs> oh, him again. Which would be like the entirety of Ender, uh, George R. R. Martin, Cory Doctorow. These these perhaps sounding familiar. Some of Philip these. K. Dick, R. A. Salvatore. Yeah, I've heard of these. Never read anything by them. Stephen Baxter. Is, is that enough for you? Yeah. Okay. Some actually rather large names out there. This is not like an independent publishing. Yeah, I see that. So, so DRM free. DRM free ebooks. Yay. Sorry, how do you get them? I don't know. They haven't <laughs> released them yet. Okay. 
Anything else? Ah, legal actions. Okay. So we don't have a topic of this, but it's worth pointing out. Um, a judge has recently said in the – or rather the judge in the Apple-Samsung lawsuit said, you guys have to simplify this or we're pushing it back a long time to give the jury time to understand what's going on. Oh, yeah. Because there's this whole lawsuit, counter-lawsuit, lawsuit again, lawsuit on four different levels. Uh, the really, really funny part about this that no one ever talks about. Do you know who makes the chips that go into Apple's phones? I'll give you one guess, and it starts with an S. <laughs> I thought they were using Intel chips. The x86 processors? Aren't the, the phones using, like, the Intel A5s now or something? Yeah, well, except the, the rest of the chipset comes from... Oh, you mean the actual, like, radio chipsets? Yeah. Oh, you didn't say that. Well, I just know that chipset... If you look it up... Samsung makes parts for the iPhone. Yeah, they and they the make, iPad. They make, I think the mo- uh, who does the iPhone radio chipsets. So it's really funny that on one hand Apple is suing them into oblivion, and on the other hand is buying their business. iPhone radio chipset. Da, da, da. Oh, it's Qualcomm inside. Okay, sorry, I was just curious. Okay. But in other legal news, and this actually is our topic, uh, a judge has ruled, and this is dealing with people like the the RIAA and MPAA suing people into oblivion again uh, because of downloading illegal information. A New York judge has ruled an IP address alone is not enough to identify a person as having downloaded illegally. Oh, The judge labels mass BitTorrent lawsuits as a waste of judicial resources. Yep. The really funny thing is it, it's not the RIAA or MPAA that's part of this suit. It's the pornographic film industry. <laughs> but you could cite – you could probably cite this case now in, in a future trial. Yep. yep. Be like, you need to do more than just find my IP address. Which they can't really do much than find the IP address. Yep. Well, they could find the, the MAC address. In theory. Yes, in theory. But, okay, so what happens if somebody hacks your router and gets on your Wi-Fi? They'll be able to get the MAC address to the router. Would they be you able can to also, get... Yeah, if you're on the network, you can get the MAC address of the things connected to the network. Okay. So they could get the MAC address, except that you can spoof MAC addresses. So even that doesn't necessarily pin you down. But thank God for this judge. This is, uh, this is a long time coming. Yeah. Okay, let's wrap this up. Okie dokie. Uh, last thing, uh, electric cars, they're going to be having a universal charger now. Yay! That took longer than it should have. Yeah. and the Like, I bought this car. Hey, look, a charging station. Oh, that's not my charger. <laughs> well, starting in 2013, they're going to have basically, uh, well, not universal universal, but you got, um, what is it, uh, Audi, BMW, Chrysler, Daimler, Ford, General Motors, Porsche, and Volkswagen are all on this one. Cool. So Nearly universal. Yeah. By the way, do you know how much my key costs? $120? Guess again. 240 Keep going. 300 A little higher. 320 Way higher. I don't know. The key for a new Prius yes. costs $500. <laughs> oh. I could go to Walmart and get a copy of my key for about 5 I think the... When Kate had to get me a copy of her Jeep key, I think it was like 90-something. But $500 for a new key for a Prius? Do, do, do you just get one key? When we you... got two keys. Okay. And there, there's a replacement plan also that costs as much as one key, but is good for like five years. 
Hmm. I don't know. So you could get which uh, new Prius did you get? Uh, the 2012 Prius uh, three, the okay. trim three. So the middle of the line. Gotcha. No options. I did not get these solar panels on the roof that power a fan to cool off the car in the summer. You do have air conditioning though, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, I have air conditioning. I also have heat. I mentioned the funny thing about the heat. I think I mentioned the funny thing about the heat. I, I don't remember what funny thing about the heat. The If you turn the heat on, yeah. you know, it's the winter and you turn on the heat, the internal combustion engine turns on. Well, that's how you generate the heat. Yes. But you you don't necessarily think about it. You're like, well, why am I, you know, generally when I stop, the, sh- the engine kind of shuts down. Yeah. Idle stop. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. <laughs> Because you have the heat, at least you're, are you hopefully, you the heat. are you hopefully charging the batteries though, at least, while oh, it's still I'm, on? I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. It's really cool. Like, the, the car does a very good job of monitoring itself. Well, I find that funny. Yeah, we'll just start, uh, turn on your engine. Too bad they couldn't put some sort of electric heater in there. Well, I, I sure, I, I'm sure they could, but it would probably be rather wasteful. Yeah, because you would take in a lot of electricity and burning it right into Yeah, I mean, it's probably more efficient just to burn the fuel. Yeah, because the the heat is basically a byproduct. So you're basically, I'm guessing, charging the batteries and using the heat of the engine as a byproduct to warm the car. Yeah, I could see it. All right, I'll give them props for that. Yep. All right, Uh, random review. Random review, Civ 5. (laughs) A little late on this one. Well, hey, we've done some other stuff that's been around for a while. True. This is not the oldest thing we've reviewed by far. No, but this is our official random review of Civ Five. Now, now why perhaps with, I might go go ahead. Is this with the DLC? Uh you know, I don't remember if I bought any DLC. Pretty sure I have vanilla. Okay. I might so have you, added one or two things of DLC. So but, you have a couple of the civilizations, but you don't have gods and kings? No. Okay. No, no definitely no. Alright. Um okay, so one of the things they prided Civ Five on when they were releasing it was this whole uh it's easy to mod and you can share your mods and you and I I dove into a little bit. It's not the most intuitive process for adding and running a mod, but it is significantly easier. So you can mod it. You can download other people's mods and add them and use them. I've done that a couple of times just for graphic mods and that sort of stuff to make things look mm-hmm. better. Someone made a mod for uh, Game of Thrones <laughs> where you're playing the nations of Westeros. Oh, that's, that's going to happen sooner or later. Yeah. Uh, did you ever actually manage to beat Chieftain Level, Andy? You were having trouble with that, as I recall. Um, let me look at my achievements for Civ Five. I do not believe I did. Okay. Where is... Oh, yeah, I forgot. It's called Sid, Sid Meier's, Meier's Civ- Civilization Five. Yeah, I do that all the time. Like, where the hell did it go? It's in my C's. No, no, it's not. Failed to load web page. What? Ah, ha, ha, ha. Stupid error code, but it is not. Deity, Emperor. Yeah, I guess I beat Chieftain. Wow. You got all the way up to Emperor? I think. I don't know. Because I can't look at all my achievements because there's an the error code. <laughs> um... I so I played you know I haven't played it in in months yeah but I picked it up and I played it on the second hardest or second easiest difficulty level and I won before I had discovered flight really yeah because I don't know what it is but when I'm playing when when I played Civ four I could play a game and be done with it hour hour and a half right mm-hmm. I can't well, I'm I'm certainly not there in Civ five 
No, I yeah, my games in Civ Five. But but I'm looking at like eight hour games. Oh God, it's for me the game is so slow. Really, and not the fact that it runs slow because I have to run it because my laptop is you know not the most, not powered. Yeah, yeah. Side note, I really should do something with this tower case that I got. <laughs> I'm using it as basically a uh, nightstand for my computer. Nice, nice. That we're using Kate's old computer as a footstool. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, it, it, it doesn't seem to run slow. It's just a slower game. Yes. See, I don't think so. I think you, you're used to Civ 4 and the giant stacks of units running everywhere. Civ 5 is still, it's still fast. In fact, I'd almost say it's faster. It's just the units work very, very differently. You know, the entirety of combat is different. Mm. But instead of taking 20 turns to knock out a civilization, it took me like 6 turns to knock out a civilization. You see that? I can't do it that quickly for some odd reason. Maybe well, it's... Not, not 6 turns from the start of the game. Well, I know, but still, like when I start to attack somebody you you absolutely need to position your troops first you absolutely need superior forces and you absolutely need siege equipment i think that's what my problem is i'm trying to attack civilizations without massive siege backup you need massive just one maybe two units and it actually makes coastal cities really vulnerable and it makes having a navy really helpful yeah that's what i have discovered <laughs> Another pet peeve is those stupid. Um, okay, so you have you can send a ship out, you know, to explore, mm-hmm. and it will find things, and you can send it out there, and then you'll later, you know, send a scout out onto the waters. But if he's in the waters, he gets attacked, he's dead, one yeah. shot. I feel like there should be a way because that's the what's the one thing I liked about Civ Four was ca- basically the not caravanning. What's it called when you throw convoy? A, convoy. Throw a guy onto a ship and send it out there. That, that's all the civs up to five, and I think that their decision for five is amazing. Why? Because navies were useless in any other sieve. There was no reason to maintain control of the sea. You put everyone on like two or three transports and you could dodge every other ship because transports had like eight move. Now you want to get someone from one continent to the other, you better have a navy to escort them. Yeah, okay. But then the the one... If I've got a scout and I throw him with like eight ships that, you know, could go 16 spaces, the scout can still only go with like four. So you put those 16 space ships on a patrol around the scout. Think about how navies actually operate. Yeah, there's the the main fleet, and then everybody's around him, and gotcha. I don't know. It's the, the Navy aspect of it. This one is just not gelling with me. Mm. What I also wish I could do was just literally, if there is a ruin on a coast that my ship can see, because it can see the, the one square inside the coast. And can't land. Can't land. I'm like, really? Yeah. You can't? So that's actually something that I think they should have they they should have thought of. If land units can go in the water but are vulnerable, I should be able to take my ships ashore. Not like into the mountains, but still just one oh, square no, no. onto the shore. No, it's I, I should be able to basically like deconstruct the ship, have the crew carry it. <laughs> You know, it would be weak. It would have one move. Really? In the later games, you're going to, you know, take an aircraft carrier, disassemble it, and have the... maybe just caravels. Maybe just caravels. All right, boys. Land ho. (laughs) Break out your blowtorches. We got to disassemble the ship. Should take us about four years. (laughs) 
Maybe just caravels. The early ships. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is just like be able to just at least dock your ship. Yeah. And send the crew out on a scouting party. That's why. That's why I said just one square on the edge. That's it. Oh, that would work. Just you put you put the, the ship lands there. The ship is vulnerable because there's no crew on it. Could you steal the ship? Oh God, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Andy, I think we just developed a mod. <sighs> oh. Uh, it would take a little bit of complex programming, but Andy, I think you, you're onto something here. Oh, that would be hilarious. Oh, look at this ruins right here, and you got it, somebody else waiting. Land the they ship. Slaughter your crew. And take the ship. And then take the ship. Oh, oh man, Andy, I like this idea. Mm, too bad I'm going to have no time to work on it. Yeah, something about marathons and work and well, that, job I'm also, hunting. Uh, I'm starting classes on Tuesday. Classes, job hunting. Yep. Okay. So Civ 5. Civ 5. It, I'm actually enjoying it a lot. What's the current price at it for Civ 5? I think it's like 30 bucks. I can't tell. It's a stupid error code page. Hang on. Civ 5. Seems most people have it. Somebody has it as low as twelve dollars. What? Civilization five. Sid Meier's civil. God damn! Do I really have to put in Sid Meier's? That's annoying. Sid Meier's Civilization five is thirty dollars. The game of the year is fifty dollars. There is a free demo. Well, there you go. Civ five. And once God and Kings comes out in June, we'll probably give a review of that. Okay. That's gonna change the game. Yep. Uh, in the meantime, though, I was thinking of starting a play-by-email game. Is it going to work better than the last play-by-email game? The one that stopped after, like, four turns? Yeah. I don't know. It will take us a very, 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 very long time. Yeah, we'll see. All right, next. Random topic. Yes. Rolled ahead of time. What song would you want as your theme song? This I had to think about for about three seconds. (laughs) He did, actually. He was like, um, okay. Yep, I've got this one. You first, though, Andy. Oh, damn. Well... One that I always enjoyed was Lowrider by War. Let me just tell you, playing that when you're driving a 1984 Fleetwood Cadillac. Yep. That is. Because you're just you're going slow through town with the windows down and a big Cadillac. And with the last name Low, it just... Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even catch that. Oh, man. Okay, that... Does it have to be the Cadillac? I mean, you, you got your, your Mercedes. I know, but I'm just saying, it. You, it, that would be almost my like my driving theme song. I'm not sure what my... Cause I don't, walking around having the theme song Lowrider kind of doesn't work because you're not in a car. I think you could still pull it off. I was thinking if I'm walking around, probably do uh, Rubber Band Man. Okay. I don't know what it is. I like the classic funky tunes. It's, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm a small white guy. So? <laughs> Play that funky music, Michael. Oh. Maybe that would be your thing. <laughs> Could be true. Okay. So, yeah. what so hail to the chief. Really? Hail to the chief? And everything that it entails. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, hey. pick again. No, wh- what? No! That's what I want for my theme song. No, pick again. No! No, why? Because I'm disallowing that. No! <laughs> you do not get to disallow my answer. We get the one veto for the question a year, but you do not get to disallow my answer. <laughs> I find your answer stupid. Pick another one. No! Laura is suggesting Iron Man. Crazy Train. Crazy Train? 
Is, is this what you're picking for me? I don't know. I was just thinking Crazy of train. cool songs. Super Skier. Did you ever listen to Super Skier? No. It's a, a, a very good song. It's about a guy who doesn't know how to ski. If I was a rich man. No, that's not my thing. <laughs> Nope, I, I've got my answer, which was Hail to the Chief. You know what my answer to that is? What? Boo. You know, I wasn't even bending rules this time. Dave I Clay. wasn't even bending rules. First Jewish president. Darn right. <sighs> Can't believe we're going to have to end on that. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Have a good week, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast. Or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening.